Welcome back to another episode of the Dyslexic Podcast. And uh, once again, if you are enjoying our podcast, then please give us a follow on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. And uh, be sure to give those uh, notification buttons on. Turn them on. Mm. <laughs> uh, so that you know when uh, the new episodes are out. So yeah. and, uh, and don't be shy in um, sending in suggestions. Yeah, anything. Seriously, we uh, yeah, and criticism or uh, suggestions, episode suggestions. Yeah, we love that sort of stuff. So, uh, and I've been trying to lately uh, post on Facebook uh, when we know when we're ahead of episodes and what mm-hmm. we want to talk about uh, when the latest episodes are coming out. So, um, uh, yeah, keep an eye on the Facebook page there because uh, I will be posting there, and you can send in your thoughts and whatnots and mm. uh, you might get a mention so uh, as a few other listeners have been and uh, yeah we love that sort of stuff so yeah bring it on but um alrighty well uh, on with today's episode yeah, well today's is episode that? is about curses luck superstition all that sort of thing superstition yeah. stuff yeah really anything involved with luck okay yeah so yeah. down to your everyday sort of stuff and mm-hmm. uh obviously sports uh, yeah. there's a lot of superstitious yeah stuff in sports and uh yeah just your your everyday stuff so but, you know um, with you know six billion people in the world all sorts of situations there's bound to be luck yeah of course yeah there's the well-known ones and and also people tend to make up their own uh, yeah. superstitions, don't they? Uh, yeah. Specifically athletes as well, so don't they? So we'll, we'll, we'll run through that and, uh, yeah, uh, settle in and you, you might actually learn a thing or two. <laughs> <laughs> what to do or what not to do. Yeah. So, well, speaking um, of learning, I, I've yeah. learned something this week. Oh, have you? Yeah, well, yeah. Well, as I suspected, and I think we uh, might have mentioned last week, the CIA, the devil and Taylor Swift have worked in partnership again and they've got the Kansas City Chief over the line in the last minute. Surprise, surprise. Surprise, surprise. Yeah, surprise, yeah. surprise. Okay. It was a thrilling last minute victory. Yeah. Uh, and and well, that's what I saw anyway. Not that I understand the game yeah. that well, but if you look up the results. This is the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl today. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, Super Bowl Taylor Swift's there. boyfriend. Okay. Uh, and they're just, they're not a proper couple, remember? They're just, right. they're just an operation uh, done by the CIA <laughs> who are evil, uh, yeah. who work with the devil. So, very good partnership. Swift. Devil CIA. Okay, and they get the boyfriend over the line in uh, in a thriller in the. Um, okay, so he plays for uh, Kansas City look, Chiefs. I don't keep up with this shit. So, have you got the scores up there? Is that, yeah, um, uh, the Kansas City Chiefs won twenty five twenty two, but it was a last minute um, touchdown that won the game. Oh, right. Yeah. So, so was that Taylor Swift's boyfriend? Is no, he a, didn't. No. I don't think he got the touchdown. But okay. Uh, so. He hasn't sold his soul yet. No, <laughs> but I watched a little bit of it because I find it hard to watch. But um, yeah. the camera was always in the stands with Taylor Swift. Mm. And so, you know, most important game of their football all year and all I can do is go back to Taylor Yeah, that's Swift. it. That's like, so did you learn anything this week? Oh, not uh, not a whole lot. But, um, I mean, what, what I did learn is that it's, it's, it's actually it's fucking outrageous. Uh, we're going a little bit off topic, mm-hmm. but I I wanted to fill up with uh, petrol the other day. Yeah, right? and it's unbelievable the uh, petrol prices yeah. these days. But not only just the petrol prices, but the difference between petrol stations. Oh, you can go around the corner, mm-hmm. right? It's like you pay. You can pay a dollar ninety, right, where yeah. we are, 
and you drive two minutes around the corner, you can get it for 10 cents less. Yeah, and in Bendigo, that, if you go... But what's the go there? I don't know. But in Bendigo, is that... Yeah, yeah, they're, they're $1.65. But yeah. uh, no, it's, it's a crazy situation. and um, But we've caused it ourselves. Like, all our high prices with energy, mm. because we've been brainwashed with the whole green thing over the last 30 years, petrol should be a fraction of the price. Yeah. As in, as is natural gas, everything. Electricity, but, you know, the clowns have... Uh, been in charge and this is where we are but enough of that it's politics we don't let's get into that i know but you mentioned something the other day about uh the difference between alcohol and uh petrol oh and i found that really interesting so if you want to explain that yeah well okay let's let's say gin for example everyone's making gin everyone every man and his dog is making gin that's expensive now let's a good gin is worth about a hundred dollars a liter Right, a liter, hundred dollars yeah. liter. Now, good gin, yeah. You're complaining about your fuel price, which is about a dollar ninety a liter. Yep. So you get about fifty liters of, or sixty liters of petrol for a liter of gin. <laughs> the fuel company, they set up a multi-billion-dollar uh, rig out in the middle of the ocean, man it with hundreds of high-paid staff. They drill into the ocean, they find the oil, they bring it up, they transport it back to land. Yep. They then refine it, turn it into petrol, and ship it out to all the petrol yeah, stations. And transport it out, yeah. Then the government puts a massive tax on it, and they're selling it for a dollar ninety. And yet, um, <laughs> leader, yeah. you know, Lady Da Gin Place, hundred dollars, and they just got, <laughs> you know, uh, they're just mixing up juniper yeah. berries in a fucking barrel. Yeah, with vodka. Any, any clown could do it. <laughs> I could do it. Made of p- potatoes. Yeah. So <laughs> for fifty times a liter more, you can just sit in a shed. Mixing up juniper berries and whatever they do, and then you know put a fancy label on it and yeah, nah. so it's, a, it's crazy. It is crazy, yeah. yeah. But uh, as you said, moving on, uh, yeah. So uh, that's what you've learned. So yeah. oh no, sorry, what I've learned. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, well, we've got a headline today. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Go on. The headline again. I may have made this headline up, but it's been <laughs> in the news, and the headline is: "Is the world's most pampered man has got cancer." <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about Prince Charles. Yeah, Prince Now, when Charles. I say pampered, this, pampered, this yeah, guy on. has oh, been you love him, waited <laughs> on hand and foot since the day he was born. <laughs> Did he do anything to become king of a country? No. <laughs> he just came out of the vagina of a certain woman, and that's it. Now, um, <laughs> just to explain. Have eggs right, yeah. Just to explain <laughs> how entitled and arrogant <laughs> this person is. Do you know he likes his hunting? Oh, I didn't know well, that. He does. They, they go out the hounds and they okay. hunt. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it does that a lot. Probably up to Scotland anyway, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, in the yeah, cool yeah. weather yeah. of England, yeah. you know. He likes to come back in the evening after hunting and he likes to have boiled eggs and a scotch. Boiled eggs yeah. and a scotch, yeah. Okay, soft yeah. boiled eggs. Fair enough. Fine. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but his staff don't know exactly when he gets back. So they know roughly when he's going to get back. So what they do <laughs> is they put on two dozen boiled eggs, right, <laughs> and they get them just right, just how Charles likes them. <laughs> And then he's not back yet yeah. in the fucking bin, right? <laughs> oh, they put another two dozen eggs on. And no. this keeps happening until he turns up and he's ready and sitting down and ready to go. Okay, so you yeah, might so, have so. 80 eggs in the bin. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Prince Charles gets his couple of eggs after he's hunting. <laughs> and then also, you know, he likes to have a bath after he's hunting. Okay. You know, the, the, oh. the servants, yeah, yeah. they actually have to have a tape measure measure how far the water has to be underneath the top of the bath and they get a thermometer <laughs> temperature, temperature. <laughs> it, 
Like, this no just, way. No, that, that's true. Picture this, and then you know this guy who, and then you'll, you'll take like a five-minute helicopter trip. You know, when he could have just got in a car. Yeah, he's all and there. then this guy, he, he just goes <laughs> full climate Nazi on all of us. Now, the amount of resources spent on getting him to whatever age he is now. Yeah, you know, sorry, and, and you know, by the way, without nuclear power, there's no chemo, mate. So. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Radiation, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I, look, he's sick, though. But did you see the footage of him leaving hospital? Nah, I haven't, I haven't I bothered thought, watching I, I was looking, I thought, oh, my God, you know, the cancer, it's it's killing him. But I was okay. actually looking at um, Camilla. Oh. <laughs> She's horrible. Not that Prince Charles looks much good, but I just thought Camilla was Prince Charles with cancer. And <laughs> She's killing him. <laughs> but, yeah, they that, also uh, believe, that, like, they haven't really said what the cancer is, but apparently... It's hereditary. Okay. And they saw um, Prince Harry and James Hewitt giving a high five. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> James Hewitt. <laughs> but, you know, he is a bit of a joker, though, uh, King Charles. <laughs> he, he? Uh, he, now he's got cancer. He doesn't like to be called Your Majesty. He's called Your Malignancy. <laughs> oh, no, boy. <laughs> Actually, but look, you know, actually, he's got his face on a coin now, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, he has. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So your malignancy, yeah. he's got his face on a coin. But, yeah. yeah, you know, um, <laughs> <laughs> when are we going to be saying this? <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you might think that you know we've been a bit rough on him, but he's got a good sense of humour. Okay. Yeah. Uh, in fact, he's got a good sense of tumour. <laughs> No, but look, uh, I, I know he's got cancer and everyone's feeling sorry for him, but <laughs> no, no. He was born into privilege. I mean, he, how arrogant have you got to be yeah. to be married to Prince Di and cheat on, he, on her with Camilla? I mean, that just smacks of being an elitist, arrogant person. Yeah, that's right, yeah. I mean, that's just horrible. Yeah, maybe he should be saved for the episode of the um, slaughter of the sacred cows. <laughs> no, <laughs> but no, people don't like him. That's uh, it. Oh, you won't. Yeah. Oh, look, no one, no one really loves Prince Charles. Mm. And yeah, you know, I can only imagine when he um, <laughs> when he got the diagnosis <laughs> from the doctor, he would have gone, oh, well, um, could one ask how one long one's got to live? <laughs> We've coughed a roast Yeah, but you know, so I we should. Yeah, I've seen it coming though. Yeah. <laughs> it no, was, I've uh, had it. Um, it yeah, I've been yeah. just waiting to. Yeah. So, have you got any uh, luck or superstitions that you want to start oh, with? Well, yeah, well, we better crack in with, uh, yeah, the, with what the episode's uh, about. What yeah, the episode's about. So, uh, luck and superstitions. So, where do we, where do we start? Well, I'll, tell really, you, I'll, I'll start with just an AFL one. Right. AFL sport, yeah. This okay. could go down as luck, a curse, a superstition. Okay. But we're talking about Nathan Buckley. Now, Nathan, Nathan Buckley, yeah, for yeah, you know, yeah. very good. Footballer, probably a Hall of Famer, I guess. Yeah, coach as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, he got drafted to the Brisbane Bears back in about 91 or two, oh, something okay. like that. Now, he was playing with the Brisbane Bears. Yep. He didn't want to stay there. He went to Collingwood. So he got traded from Brisbane and went to Collingwood. After he left Brisbane, Brisbane started winning premierships. Oh. Two of those premierships against Collingwood when Buckley was playing. Now, Buckley went and had a long career playing and he retired. And as soon as he retired, Collingwood won a premiership. And wow. he wanted to be coach. And so he took over from Mick Malthouse, who had coached a premiership, and he then went on to lose a premiership. And he got sacked. And then 
the person that takes over from at Collingwood wins the premiership. So this he's just premiership poison. Premiership poison. That's who yeah. he is. But yeah, that's that's, that's, a, that's incredible. Well, it's, it? it's like a curse. If he it, if he yeah. leaves somewhere, it's guaranteed to succeed. And when he goes there, he's going to stop it succeeding. So wow. Yeah, the curse of it's Nathan. A, the Buckley. curse of Nathan Buckley. Yeah, mm. so, uh, but you, you've played a lot of sport over your life, mm-hmm. right? So, uh, have you ever witnessed anything like that, or is uh, or curses or bad luck? No, oh, yeah, look, I'm sure but, I have, but I mean, mm. I finished playing a long time ago. But I think there'd be nothing much worse than getting a hole in one in golf when you're playing by yourself. No, <laughs> that would be foul. <laughs> Yeah, that we would be bad luck. This other yeah. Day. Uh, yeah, yeah, because no one would believe you. Well, of course. Anyway. Like it's the whole tree falling in the woods, isn't it? If no one's there to see it, doesn't make a sound. That's and exactly if you get a hole in one by yourself, you should never play golf by yourself, by the way. No. Because <laughs> anything that happens is not verifiable. Nah, and no one wants not. to hear about it. Nah. You, you imagine sitting down and tell someone how well you played and you didn't have anyone there to see it. Nah. No. No one there to see it. It, it never happened. No. It actually never happened. No. So, um, but you, you, you know, as superstition comes in, uh, you know, in cricket and football and that mm-hmm. quite a lot. So, when you were playing, did you have any superstitions? Or um, I went. Oh, there was a couple of seasons where I never washed my socks. Now in football, yeah. <laughs> wash your socks, and, and that's a winter sport. Right, and they get pretty muddy and wet. Oh, my God. And they, they were pretty rank. But I just did that. It wasn't so much luck as just what the hell. I just won't wash my socks. You won't And it became it. a yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. So that was yeah. quite funny. No, but, yeah. I, <laughs> that's a, uh, I, I, I tend to do the same thing. Uh, not with me. I do it with my jocks. I do wash them, mm. right? But I tend to wear the same jocks yeah. when I'm playing cricket. But that's yeah. a... Lately, it hasn't been good luck. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. but anyway, so uh, moving on. So, um, have you, yeah, I've got, well, I've got another piece of luck, right? And this happened. Luck, this yeah. happened on the Titanic. Now, oh, the, the Titanic, the Titan- um, whether you know it or not, had a lot of animals on there, dogs and cats. Yeah, yeah. Of but course. there was a cat in particular. Now, the 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 line the the. People that owned the Titanic had other boats, okay? White Star Line. Yeah. And they had one called the Olympic. Yeah. And on the Olympic, there was a cat called Jenny. And Jenny was a ship's cat, you know, catching rats and stuff like that. A beloved ship's cat. Okay. Anyway, um, the Olympic was very similar to the Titanic, just not quite as big. And when the Titanic was built, Jenny shifted onto the Titanic. And anyway, it um, sailed to Southampton or wherever it was before it took off. Okay. And in the week or two that it was there, Jenny the cat had kittens. Anyway, Jenny's favourite person was this guy, uh, Joseph Mulholland, who worked as a stoker on the Titanic. Okay. Anyway, while they were in dock there and Jenny had had the kittens, uh, he noticed, this Joseph Mulholland noticed that um, she'd take, taken all the kitties off and take them to shore. And so he thought that was a sign. A bad luck. A bad luck. Yeah. So he actually quit his job and got off the Titanic. Wow. Which saved his life. Wow. So That's and, incredible. Yeah. And there was there was a woman um, and she verified all this. It was a stewardess that worked on uh, well, she actually worked on the Olympic. Yep. Right? <clears throat> the Titanic and the Britannic. All owned by was uh, it White yeah, Star Line, yeah. Do you know all those ships sunk? The whole lot. Yeah, and she yeah. survived all three. Now, that could be seen oh, as yeah. lucky or... She on. survived all three. She, she was on all three. Now... Wow. Was she lucky 
or was she the cause of it? I don't know. What was her name? Uh, her name was uh, Violet Jessup. Okay. Yeah. So that was like a, an episode going back. Remember, uh, there was that name. Yeah. That was uh, coincidental. Yeah, well, that she survived. The, you know, oh, well, she yeah, yeah, but that wasn't it. But she survived three shipwrecks. Yeah, that's uh, by the same company. Yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah, that, that's incredible. But speaking of ships, I, when when I used to live in the UK, yeah. I used to uh, work with a fellow. His name was George, and he was part of the. Um, when he was younger, he was part of the British Navy. Yeah, and obviously maritime and and navy and that there was they're very superstitious people mm -hmm. right and uh he was telling me this story one day that um it was bad luck if an albatross followed your boat yeah now he said he was down the bottom of uh africa doing a job there and uh an, al an albatross followed the ship for two days mm -hmm. right now what he said, what it meant was that uh, if an albatross followed the boat, was that somebody was going to die. Now, in the two days that that albatross followed the ship, somebody fell overboard and was never found. Wow. That's so a, That's proof. So, it, it could be proof. Yeah. Uh, it's an unbelievable story. It is. is it could be coincidental. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know, but yeah. that's, uh, there's... I mean, stick with the Navy. I've been doing some research, yeah, and uh, they they have some superstitions that are out of control. Oh, they're crazy they're, they're, superstitions. They're, they're outrageous, right? So, uh, this is a great one that I learnt. As uh, in Navy, naval tradition, uh, the youngest member of the ship's company on New Year's Eve must strike the bell sixteen times. Right. Right. Hence the saying: "Ring out the old, ring in the new." Okay. I didn't know that, but that's uh, that is that's fantastic. So, uh, tossing a mop and a bucket overboard can bring great misfortune. <laughs> Why would you do that? <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, but uh, that's uh, yeah. There's that's another one. It's not but, something um, you go to way to do. Toss a mop and a bucket overboard. No, that's that's exactly right. But did you know that ships used to paint eyes on the on the bow of the ship? No. In order to scare away evil spirits. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that that's another one. They are yeah. They're very superstitious. Oh they extremely. Yeah. So uh well yeah, so. here's something that's like this is very unlucky. Yeah. How many gynecologists do you reckon live in uh, work in America? <laughs> I don't know. But well it's thirty six thousand. <laughs> right? So you you imagine being the gynecologist that Lizzo picked out. Oh. One out of 36,000. That's terrible luck. That's unlucky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's, oh, my God. No, yeah, I, I knew she would have got a mention somewhere <laughs> down the line. Yeah. <laughs> but I, actually, I've also got another person with bad luck. Okay, yeah. There's a guy called Ron Wayne. Ron Wayne. Ron Wayne. Okay. Now, Ron Wayne, where he came into play was that he was the initial business partner with Steve Wozniacki and Steve Jobs, who started Apple. Oh, right. Yeah. Now, well, how did he get on? Well, the thing was, he was one of their partners. Yeah. Jobs and Wozniacki uh, come up with the idea of Apple and they needed some guidance and, mm. and uh, Ron Wayne was the man. Anyway, they divided the company up. 45% for Jobs and Wozniacki, 10% for Ron Wayne, right? Now, Ron Wayne invested $2,500 into Apple, 
Okay. Right? But after two him. weeks, he thought, this isn't going very well. So he asked to be paid out. Oh. And they paid him out. <laughs> yeah, go on. Now, what did he get? He got two and a half thousand bucks after two weeks. Just got his money back. Okay. He's got How do you have held on to those shares? <laughs> In today's money, these two and a half thousand would be a hundred billion. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Is that just is that unlucky or is it just stupidity? No, he, he no, his judgment he, was well, that no, it's okay. He, yeah, he thought fair enough. right. He thought because they were racking up a bit of debt, and he thought he might have been made liable for that debt. Yeah, and he okay. wasn't sure whether they were going to succeed or not. Yep, but I mean it's easy in hindsight. But gee, that would be tough to live with. Okay, well you can see right they're going into a bit of debt. Right, I'm just going to get my money back. I haven't yeah. lost anything. No, you haven't lost anything really. Just a hundred so. billion. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not till the. Yeah, but uh, superstitions and uh, and all that can come in everyday things. Yeah, right. Okay. And it's, and uh, a lot of it is cultural stuff. Like mm-hmm. and like the, say example the Irish. Yep. Right. Are really big on their superstitions. You know, good luck, bad luck, sort of stuff. Yep. So I, I'll go through a couple of things that the Irish have come up with. And uh, you know, just. We, we all know these ones, you know, walking under a ladder. The, the four-leaf clover. Four-leaf clover. But hang on. Do you know anyone who's ever found a four-leaf clover? I have. They're everywhere. What? Yeah, there's four-leaf clovers. Go get them. Just go in a paddock with clover in it. You're going to find there's, there's millions of pieces of clover. Well, fucking go get it then. It's good luck. <laughs> I doubt it. Maybe well, I tell you what. Maybe a couple of the boys out of your cricket team said that you should be carrying a four-leaf clover <laughs> after a pretty lean trot with the bat. Okay, we won't mention that. <laughs> I've got to, I may have to change something because <laughs> yeah. I'm very superstitious when yeah. it comes to sports. So yeah, uh, but yeah, uh, one of my superstitions is just don't play shitty shots. <laughs> Because <laughs> yeah, that, well, that's unlucky. It'll get you out. Yeah, but it's easy talking from the sidelines, isn't it? No, <laughs> so no, uh, I used to not be on the sidelines. <laughs> but yeah, it's well, pretty good talking from the sidelines. There's one common uh, superstition that I hate. What's that? Right? And that's shoes on a table. Never heard of it. What? No. What? New shoes or shoes on a table? Never heard of it. That is extremely bad luck. Oh, wow. that's a, 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 according to the Irish... It's extremely bad luck. Even so extreme that it could could result in death. Mm-hmm. Okay. They say, so, uh, yeah, that's a real bad one. I hate it. If I see shoes on a bed, I, I, can't, I, I don't know, some, I, I cringe. It's, it's I get goosebumps. Uh, it's all also bad luck to drink with an Irishman. <laughs> <Is> that, <laughs> As that? they become violent and vulgar. <laughs> yeah. Well, hat on a bed equals trouble ahead. Right, okay. So don't chuck your hat on a bed. Yep. Or handing someone a knife. Right. Is bad luck too. So what if they ask for a knife? What do you do? Put it on the table. Let them pick it up. God's sake. <laughs> now, uh, this, is a, this is a big one because uh, this actually recently happened. I did this one without even knowing. Yeah. But uh, pearls bring tears. Now, the person who gives gifts to somebody, uh, yeah. pearls, will... That person will make them cry. Okay. Now, because I, I actually, I just recently gifted my partner with pearls. <laughs> Did you read this beforehand? <laughs> yeah, no, I know. Yeah. She hasn't uh, been in tears yet, but... Um, actually, yeah, it's like, pretty common with your girlfriends that when you uh, take off your underwear, there's tears. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, uh, it's not tears of disappointment. <laughs> no, I mean, 
<laughs> Disbelief. <laughs> Where's my glasses? Uh, <laughs> well, hang on. This brings me to my last one. Yeah. There's a, a common uh, superstition. Is that a tattoo of your partner's, partner's name yeah, on you is extremely bad luck. Really? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> really? Don't you say really. No, I didn't know that. <laughs> Because hey. oh, <laughs> uh, a lucky guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know you. Yeah. Moving on with that, back to what we were talking about. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I've got someone. This we've talked about a lot of bad luck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This could be good luck and bad luck in a way. Yeah. It happened back in the 1940s in Japan. Okay. In J- yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Go on, go on, go on. Guy called Satomu Yamagotchi. Satomu Yamagotchi. Was yeah. he a baseball player? No, 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 no. He wasn't. Like, he was actually a salesman. Okay. Okay. And, and on August August the sixth in nineteen forty five, he had a business trip to Hiroshima. Oh. <laughs> so he goes to Hiroshima. What happens? Atomic bomb goes. <laughs> America now, drop a bomb. Yeah. yeah. Now the uh, thing is, he got out of it. Like he copped, you know, some flashing and a bit of burn and whatever. But he got out. Okay. But the thing is, you know, he said, "I've got to get out of here." So he went home. So he drove home from two. To home from Hiroshima back to Nagasaki. <laughs> three days later. No. No, he didn't. Three days oh, later, three. he got bombed again. Oh. oh, my God. He survived both. This time he got. He survived? Yeah, he got um, oh. burns on his torso and, and uh, oh hurt his God. eyes with the flash and everything and uh, buggered his eardrums up. But he lived. Yeah. So did he? Did he? Yeah, yeah, so there's pretty he, bad luck and good luck. He, in didn't a get, way. he didn't get like radiation from. Possibly. He could have. Possibly, but yeah. So, business trip to Hiroshima one day. <laughs> Quickly drive home back to Nagasaki. <laughs> <laughs> that is out of control. <laughs> That's outrageous. <laughs> so, actually, I've got another little one here. Which yeah, I, yeah, I, heard, go on. I heard a long time ago, there was this kid. He rang up a radio station, right? Um, yeah. And uh, you, had to, the, the, you had to ring in and say... Things you didn't like, what your parents did. Anyway, this kid rang up and said that he pestered his mum. He wanted $100 to buy a bass guitar because his mates were starting a band. So anyway, she wouldn't give him the 100 said, no, you're not getting the 100 bucks. Right. So anyway, another kid got the bass guitar. He joined the band. Band was Silverchair. Oh, no way. <laughs> so this well, kid. It's unbelievable. Uh, terrible. So, I love Silverchair. It's one of my favourite bands. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's incredible. I didn't even know that. Yeah, well, the, oh, this, yeah. Well, this, this poor kid, you know, he was going to be in the band and just needed a hundred bucks. And back in those days, like we're talking nineties, you know, hundred bucks is yeah, a yeah, bit of money. Yeah, 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 of course. Yeah, Actually, uh, something else that I thought may have been just good luck. You're aware of uh, Viagra? I am aware. Yeah, See, that was, I don't use it. But. The, no, but the <laughs> luck was yeah, that was actually invented as a blood thinner to be used yeah, in heart problems. Whenever yeah, turned out to be. And yeah, but so I thought. Well, and mountaineers use it. Do they? Really? That people who climb, you know. What's well, so when you need something to hang on to to <laughs> climb up to the next step, <laughs> just grab onto my erection. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I, I thought they, they do because it yeah. increases blood flow, obviously, yeah. like, at yeah. high altitudes. Well, see, I thought this <laughs> was, you know, would have been dumb luck for somebody because they invented this blood thinner and it turned out to be a, you know, hugely successful um, erection drug. Yeah. But it was actually invented by Pfizer and a couple of... No, it wasn't. Well, there was... Really? Yeah, there, there was two scientists at yeah. Pfizer who worked for Pfizer. Wow. So, but it's not luck because Pfizer, as we know, are just evil. 
Yeah. Right. The most I, corrupt company in so the world. So I don't really want to say, oh, you know, what, uh, how good it was because it actually got rushed through the approval process or whatever. But wow. I just thought of something very funny. The two inventors, and this is true. Yeah. The names of the inventors, one was Peter Dunn, the other was Albert Wood. <laughs> Who invented Viagra. Uh, <laughs> but see, these two nerdy scientists, like yeah. they would have had erections and it wouldn't have twigged to them. Oh, I was still going to have some fun with this. Because they're just nerds, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just nerds, yeah. yeah. Straight out of university or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Never had a girlfriend. <laughs> no. No. no that's, that's, that is fantastic. But yeah. I can't believe that. Pfizer, hey. Yeah, well, they, a, yeah, they got all the money. For most, most criminal pharmaceutical organisation going around. You but, know, you know, I, I just but you imagine the women around the world that are so happy with that drug that it allowed unfit, horrible men to get erections again. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Uh, yeah, you're sort of, you're playing God really, aren't you? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah it's, it's not natural, really, yeah. is it? Well, you're playing boner God. <laughs> you know, yeah, boner God, yeah. Because, you know, once, once you're finished physically, no one wants to sleep with you. Yeah, right. that, and that's just God's way of saying, you know, mate, you've had your day. Yeah, but same goes for women too when they reach menopause as mm-hmm. well. You know, is that nature saying, hang on? Oh, I think it depends. Yeah. If you've got a, uh, an arousing type of man with them, I don't think they have <laughs> any problem. Says <laughs> <laughs> Nah, have we got anything else before oh, oh, well, we... Well, uh, I do. I do. Oh, There's yeah. a guy... Oh, no, now, this is... shouldn't get this out. This though. guy <laughs> is a super... Well... Some say he's a bullshit artist, okay, but his name was Frank Selak, and he's a Croatian guy, born in the 1930s. Yeah. Now, he died when he was 87, but in between dying, in 1962, he was on a train, okay, and it came off the tracks and plunged into a river. And a stranger pulled him out, saved his life. Right. Lots of other people died. Yeah. You know, and the next year, um, he was on an aeroplane, right, and the door malfunctioned. He got blown out of the plane landed in a haystack oh no he didn't well this is what he says okay and then a year later he was in a bus surprise surprise goes off the road into a lake he gets pulled out survives again <laughs> next year he's in a car crash right car catches on fire he narrowly escapes yeah then he's involved in another car crash on a very high mountain road he got run off the road and he grabbed onto a tree and his car plummeted 300 feet. Oh, no. And he lived. Oh, my God. And then he won the lottery and won a million pounds. No, he didn't. Now, now, look, this is... This is crazy. This is unbelievable. Okay. Now, you look him up, Frank Select. Yeah. <laughs> Some of his stuff hasn't been able to be verified. <laughs> but if, if... Grabbing if, a tree. <laughs> if he's gone through that sequence of events, <laughs> that's a lucky guy. That's, that's unbelievable. Grabbing a tree... Or, as the car's plummeting to the ground. That's what he did. <laughs> that's, yeah. No, that's, yeah. Nah, that's out of control. It's outrageous. But um, it's sort of similar to that guy uh, that got mentioned a few episodes ago now who got struck by lightning. Yeah. Seven times, I mm. reckon it was. And even once he died, his gravestone got <laughs> struck by lightning. It just wouldn't let up. And you said, coincidentally, he was a train conductor. <laughs> As I said, he was a human conductor. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah so, well, I think we've gone through a fair few. Uh, most of it now. So, uh, yeah. Have you got anything there that you wanted to bring oh, up? Oh, no. Nah, look, personally, 
Uh, I've probably got a few, but I can't remember off the top of my head. Have you got any bad luck sort of stuff on no, the top no, of your head? No, yeah, I think we've uh, covered just about everything. Yeah, I think so too. We've yeah. covered all the good luck and bad luck that's ever happened in the world. Absolutely. So, yeah. uh, but uh, oh, one more thing is that, that, you know, there's that saying, right? It's uh, good luck to throw a pinch of salt over your left shoulder. Yes. Yeah, Have you ever heard of that? Oh, yeah. I've heard, yeah. Yeah, because it's a. Uh, I'm only thinking because a few episodes ago, Episodes ago, we talked about selling your soul, yep. and we talked about Taylor Swift today, mm-hmm. and that we, we we think that she sold her soul. Um, I think she should be doing that because I learnt that uh, throwing a pinch of salt over your left shoulder is like throwing salt into the devil's eyes. Really? Yep. No. Well, because yeah. if you throw it into his eyes, then you can, uh, he won't be able to cause mischief. So you're apparently. telling me you can sell your soul, then blind him with no, salt? No, I don't know about that. You can do that. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm doing that, yeah. yeah. No, I don't think so. But uh, I thought of another one who sold her soul. Go on. Yeah, and that's Kylie Minogue. Well, just because she's talentless no. and, um, <laughs> and it succeeded? A, no, she, and she can't have kids. Right. And I know you said the other day because she had she did cancer. have cancer. Yeah, so she that, did. Yeah, but uh, that could have been the devil, probably. But um, but the fact is, she can't sing. She can't sing without technology. She's nothing. Where did where did we watch her the other day? Was it Australian Idol? Uh, no, it was she came on some show. That a show. Something ridiculous. It was just all gay men in the crowd. Yeah, there's no one there, and the song <laughs> was terrible. All the songs are terrible. Yeah, like her songs have got nothing to say. <laughs> you know, you, you get some artists and their songs are stories and they're interesting to listen to. Yeah, no, not with Kylie. Nothing. <laughs> no. I mean, she started off with the locomotion. A cover of the locomotion was terrible, um, and it's all auto tuned, by the well, way. The whole auto-tune, thing, auto tune, the whole really? thing. Really? Yeah. yeah. So anyone can sing on auto tune. Anybody. Because they can, really? yeah. All you got to do is sing, and then they just adjusted your okay. voice to the notes. Well, when did auto tune come into it? Oh, back in the eighties. Back in the eighties, yeah. Probably. Oh well, like coincidentally, that. when Kylie Minogue started singing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know whether someone heard her sing and invented the auto tune, <laughs> or whether the auto tune was there. Oh, she go well on that. Yeah, like, but but. You know, bands like Queen and all that, like, never had any. No, well, Freddie Mercury was a freak. Yeah. He he could reach notes that the auto-tune, he didn't ever need an auto-tune. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, well we better knock this one out. Yeah. So, um, have we, are we going to finish on a word of the day? Yes, we today? are. Yep. This is a word that no, I think I've created. I don't think it exists. <laughs> and the word, which is a word that describes when your dead spouse may be responsible for causing the illness in your body that's going to kill you. And uh, that word is dianocide. <laughs> King Charles has got a big dose of dianocide. Because they do say him, him and his mum killed, killed Di. What? Really? Oh, oh yeah. Well, she, no, there was, yeah. She, she had a letter she sent to someone saying that she thought she was going to die in a... Uh, they were going to organise her to die in a car crash. Oh, really? So... Yeah, bit of karma so there. Dianocide. Dianocide. Okay, so uh, that derives from a word, doesn't it? Well, side. Side. Uh, well, the, oh, there's regicide. Yes, regicide. regicide the killing is, of a king. Which is an interesting word. I found. The killing of a king. Hmm. Which I found interesting because when that, well, obviously it's in the dictionary. Yes. How many kings had to be killed first in order for that word to get, <laughs> Probably become one. a word. Probably one. <laughs> 
probably won't. Yeah. <laughs> a good red yeah. yeah, I like that. So, um, nah, I, I, I really like that yeah. one. So hopefully uh, so Diana's, yeah, she's at play here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Alrighty, well, we better wrap it up. So, um, yeah, thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed and uh, we'll be back again next time.